Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. Pennies Going In Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed in the following podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide education and entertainment about the financial industry and the stock market. Enjoy! On this episode of Pennies Going In Raw, we talk about Elon's destructive Tesla tweet this week in the market and reviewing huge mistakes. You find out life's this game of pennies. Oh, you guys know we only have a 40% runner. Hello? 40% is a fucking killing. We've been compliant for too long. It's time we go to war. I don't have a Roth. You know so much about the market that his brain doesn't have enough room for grammar. Hey, who told me about Ibex? It's going up a shit ton now. Rob, 4%, baby. No way. 4 fucking percent. You asked the exact same question with two words <laughs> different. It's like, fuck, man. I just got dick whipped for like 20%. And now that fucker's up like 50. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. I'm just making this voice memo to call out unusual whales to a fight. The pennies we need are everywhere around us. Pennies. 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 Going in raw. Featuring Dan. Deity it dips. And Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny. And Christian. Let's, Let's go, go, baby. Welcome back to another episode of Pennies Going and Raw. Today is Wednesday, November the 10th, and the market's staying hot. Um, I mean, we, we can we can always just say that over and over and over again, but I mean, do you want to go over any trades or anything that you've seen in the past two days? Nah. <laughs> I'll just kid. Uh No, I mean, this is different, though, than, than what we've seen the last, like, two, three weeks, because it's not so much theme trading. Uh, what we saw last two or three weeks was more like the entire sector would move or like everything that ran together would move. And and now it's more like individual names, which like I, I, that's not my favorite person. That's not my favorite kind of trading because it's not like like usually I can sit there and just uh, basically accumulate an entire basket and, you know, maybe three of the six will run something like that. Now it's kind of like like the sympathies aren't going as far, you know, like there's a push, but there's not like a 20 percent move and uh, and and the different runners based on like the news, which is fine. It's just uh, because the runner's still running. It's just uh, I like it better when when it's, you know, easier. 
and uh, to me easier is when the theme trading is working and I can accumulate a basket and you know that's that that's what works best for me. So oh and the other thing that we're seeing is that is that moves are getting killed later in the day. Uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of moves that are happening intraday and actually from the short side is really good opportunities because some of these moves that are happening, you know, during the day and uh, these stocks are that are flying during the day are uh, like are actually ending close to red or or in after hours getting absolutely smoked, uh, which is a really interesting thing because it's like the algos are working to long side and then they're flipping short like. 2.30, 3.30 uh, p.m. and uh, and kind of like they're really smoking them. Like like if you bought if you were buying a dip on a few of them at 3.30, 3.45, I mean I mean you're you're literally getting smoked. Okay, so kind of uh, one thing that we talked well two things actually that we talked about last week. Uh, the first was you we I know we recorded on Thursday. So it was a little bit before, you know, we didn't have a full week of knowing, but you said you were kind of taking some of the money out of the market because Thursday was a little bit uh, less safe. Um, Friday wasn't a terrible day, but as, as the week has gone by, are you still holding that sentiment of, you know, I'm still holding off a little bit or are we back, uh, as you like to say, flooring it to the pedal? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm still floor to the pedal. It's just different because I'm definitely not chasing right now. Like, like what I mean by that is that, you know, before chasing was working no matter what. And now, now it's like, you can still get chopped up. Um, even if the play does work, you know, it's just not as easy if you will. And, uh, so that being said, I think it's more of like a, like a, if we have like a super green flag and then like a semi green and then like a green uh, and then, you know, you go into the yellows. I think we're at like a green or moving to a semi-green. Or maybe it's a semi-green moving to a green. Like, I mean, just today you saw SOPA. I think it opened around $8 and high a date around like 55 I mean, I remember yeah. looking at it. Someone's like, take a look at this it, at 23 And now look at it a couple hours later. It's halted up again at 50 And, yeah. you know, it, it's one of those things where... If it was last week, hell, I might have I might have ended up buying some at the twenty three, which I did anyways. I mean, what what do you think? Does that move mean anything for a lot of the other IPOs? Or yeah, no, that definitely should mean something. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that all the IPOs will go, but that'll be something where you know you can stick it inside the back of your head that you know this is what this one did. Um, you know, and, and and this is one where if if any IPOs really start to go that are similar, then I'll pull up both charts, and I'll have them both up, and uh, and I'll see if it's the same algo. Because if it's the same algo, then you can basically predict the move before it's going to happen. And how are you? How are you? Uh, like figuring out if it's the same algo? Is it just depending on how similar the the chart is? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you can see it inside the tape. You can see inside the volume bars. You can see inside the chart. Um, you know, some while goes are like a three bar, uh, on the five minute and then they'll swipe it all the way down on the, uh, on the fourth bar. Uh, you know, and then three bars later, they'll swipe it back up and then the fourth bar they'll kill it again. But, but they're still moving it up inside the chart every single time. So they're tracking shorts. Um, but, but that being said is that, you know, it's, it's similar to, to, you know, like, like, 
it doesn't have to be exactly similar. So I mean like 9.34 a.m., uh, volume pop to the downside. You know, like, like that. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying on the broader picture, an hour, maybe two hours into, uh, into market open, uh, you know, we're going to get a pretty good view and we're going to be able to see the action. And then that's when you can go back to... Uh, you know, your um, that's when you go go back to uh, was it SPOA or SOPA? SOPA, and, yeah, yeah, SOPA, and uh, and you can look at it and say, okay, what did this do? Is this similar? What's different? Um, and if there's any similarities, those are the times where yeah, you can have a little more conviction. Like that's an edge. Like that's truly an edge. Another thing that we mentioned last week, we talked about the whole pin thing, and again on Thursday, so we didn't have all the info. Um. It seems like, you know, Dave Portnoy is going on a lot about the whole thing about how people had puts on it. Uh, Unusual Whales got that retweet about it and everything. Uh, but also the earnings were like the same day. So, I mean, obviously people are always going to bet or going to buy uh, calls or puts if, if that's the case. Um, but it seems like he's going really hard at Business Insider. I mean, as... You'd expect of Dave Portnoy if he's getting attacked on something that he didn't do. Um, do you think that makes him look like the innocent guy? Or do you think this is just Dave Portnoy being Dave Portnoy? Because the stock is still down a lot. It's only at, what, like 60 from 70 even after. I mean, it bottomed at like 57, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to kind of take the same position that we took last week, being that no matter what, nobody's a winner, nobody's like, there, there's only losers inside this, um, and and if uh, I truly don't, you know, I, I have no bias, no edge here. But uh, but the one thing that I will say is that is that I know that if my reputation would be be attacked inside that kind of manner, um, because you know most of the time, like Dave Portnoy's been attacked before. Like like he, in fact, he's attacked. He's probably one of the biggest individuals to be attacked. Uh, on, on a yearly basis, but it, it's different this time. You know what I mean? Like, like it's different. Like you're truly accusing him of uh, of some pretty pretty. Well, the thing is, is like aside from the recording, like without her consent, I think everything that was mentioned was all like, oh yeah, just made him look like a bad guy, not like something you go to jail and, for. And that's the difficult thing in this is that it's truly like, you know, when it's he said, she said, and you bring in this manner, um, you know, that's when, that's when, you know, like I truly know that if I were inside a position, um, inside this position, I know that I, I that I would be so upset and I would want similar to Dave Portnoy, I'd be on every TV screen possible, you know, making this like, like a, like a big thing, you know, like I'd be shouting from the hills, like, Hey, this is not me. Like, like I wouldn't do that, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, and so it's a tough position because in one aspect, uh, you know, I know for a fact that his lawyers are telling him not to do this. Um, like, like that's like, that's probably undisputed because, you know, this is, this is an ongoing manner. Um, but inside the same token, I mean, listen, business insider, it feels wrong the way that they did it. Okay. I'm not disputing anything about what happened. I'm disputing the way that they did it. It feels scummy. And you then, know, I the mean, same if, you, if you follow Dave Portnoy, I mean, it, it really is like he knows how to spin the narrative too. And it's so, the way he goes on the rant, the Business Insider isn't just going to post article after article, but Dave Portnoy will go after him every second of the day. Yeah. And he's got army of people that love the internet that have looked up 
you know, he's posting stuff about their business insider CEO and shit they did. He's like, this guy is the legitimate criminal, <laughs> like blah, blah, blah. You know, and th that is the really interesting thing is that is that business insider is promoting the article um, through advertisements. The CEO, uh, you know, for anyone that doesn't know, Penn released earnings the same day, uh, had scheduled releasing earnings the same day as this article came out. And the business insider CEO is actually been convicted for securities fraud. Uh, I mean, this is like wild. Like this truly is like this. I, I, I do think that this will be something that goes down uh, that that either way it goes down with Portnoy, um, whether it's good or bad. Like this will be a story inside it or, you know, a chapter inside the story because it is kind of crazy because I personally like if business in, it feels like business insider was doing it for the wrong reasons um it truly does it, to me it feels like business insider was trying to um you know go after dave portnoy and on top of that gain as many subscribers as possible from this piece from this hit, i'll call it a hit piece because uh, this hit piece um, now, now, and, and on top of that, you know, it really didn't feel, um, l like legitimate, like, like they, like they know when Penn was scheduled to do earnings, they know that Dave Portnoy has a hundred million inside, inside Penn. Like it, it doesn't feel right the way that they did it. it they should have waited or they should have done it way before. Um, it, it feels like, and, and well, I mean, you, you know, can't not, say, I mean, the, I mean, the timing of the released article, I mean, yeah, it's, it's convenient for them, but I mean, it can't, like, you at the can't end, say like, like you shouldn't have released it that day. Listen, I'm saying, listen, I, and, and I'm not going to comment on it, but it, well, I am going to comment on it. If somebody in business insider had pen shorts, oh, it yeah. is 100 because, and at the end of the day, you know, you could say what you want about Portnoy, but Portnoy lost like what 15, 20 million that day, um, because of the because of where Penn ended. I, I don't know the exact number, but it's, but it's inside the millions. Um, so if that was if that was truly a reason that they released it on that day, um, and and if I'm gonna say and if we're gonna say that's a coincidence, I still think that it was wrong. I still think that it was wrong. It, no, I'm just release... saying, uh, no, I wouldn't say, I'm, I don't think it was a coincidence. I'm just saying oh. you can't say uh, you can't release an article about like something on the verge of sexual assault, depending on the date of it, just because a stock had earnings. I agree. That's, that's I, I totally I agree. I totally agree. If this was the first day, like finally they got some, yeah. some, no, 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 yeah. no, I just, but no, we can kind of move on from this though. I'm just saying like, it, it is, is crazy how much has affected the stock. It's dropped a lot, um, off of this hit piece. And it, it seems like even though, the mentality of of the people watching are kind of now in Dave Portnoy's favor after hearing his side. The stock side of it is still oh, reflecting yeah. the business insider side. Oh yeah, because the stock stock. I mean, seriously, like Dave Portnoy. Even though, uh, even though I know that they refer to Barstool as uh, Penn having interest in Barstool. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of interest. Like, like it's not like uh, like they own like you know two three percent. So. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where this goes, you know, uh, but it, it, I, it'll be interesting. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, well, moving on to one more thing that happened last episode that we got a good bit of interaction with on Twitter was your, um, you know, when we were live trading as we recorded now that you've had some time to cool off, reflect on whatever happened um, that kind of even made you feel like, hey, I'm going to step back a little bit from trading because of all these bad day trades. What did you learn? How did they happen? Did they... I know, I know you blamed a lot of it on not sleeping, but at the same time, you still made the mistakes. Which ones could you have avoided in looking back on it, and could you kind of I walk mean, us truly, through some like, of them? Truly, nothing really went wrong. It was just, uh, it, it's just one of those, and and it wasn't like anything crazy. Like the losses weren't like, you know, freaking, yeah, you know, cutting my account in half. It was truly one of those things where seven or eight trades didn't work in a row, and it was just like the frustration was just overboiling. Um, so that was that was the first thing was that. At five or six bad day trades, I should have at the bare minimum sized down. Like just nothing was working, and uh, and it comes back to that that mentality of like, um, you know how how many trades in, or how many trades in a row can you lose? And, and the answer is you know infinite amount. Um, so that was the first thing was that I should have sized down because I was kind of like, okay, this one has to work um, because the last like five haven't. And the, and the reality is that it was, it, it didn't work. Um, so that was like the first thing is that the frustration boiled over. So uh, what I should have done is that when, when nothing was working, I should have just sized down. The other thing that I should have done is that um, in, in when we were recording, um, it hit my max loss on the day. And uh, so if, if you get most funds and most prop shots, they have what's called a max loss. And that's where if a trader hits a certain monetary amount, uh, losses intraday, then their literal brokerage gets 
like shut down. Like they get locked out. They have sometimes they have to have a meeting with uh, management. Sometimes it's just like they have to go home for the day. You know, they just have to step away so that they can't do any more damage. And uh, and the thing was that it, when when that uh, when that trade hit my stop loss, I had gone over my max loss uh, for day trades, which was the first time in a while that that happened. And it just comes back to. When nothing was working, I should have sized down because not only did it hit my max, like with the kind of size I was trading with, it's not like it just hit my max loss. Like I was like 20, 30,000 over my max loss. So that's like a Honda Corolla or whatever, like a Honda CR. I don't even know. Um, so the thing is that like I should have, I should have sized down. It, it wasn't working. I was into this mentality of, okay, the last five or six trades haven't worked. This one has to work. Again, the truth is, is that it doesn't have to work. Um, you know, it, it, you, you can continue to, you know, pl- uh, you can go to the casino and continue to put a, put $50 down on black and uh, it can and be that wrong. that bitch will be red right every time. Yeah, exactly. So so that was that was a terrible mentality and that was a terrible mindset. Um, and then again, it comes back to, I, I just wasn't into it. Like my thesis was right, but I was sizing too heavy because the first trade that I took knifed hard on me. Um, so then the next trade, I went heavier than my starter usually allows for. Um, and, and I ended up slapping it up a good bit and then it dips. So then I added more and then that one I ended up taking a loss with. So now I'm already two trades behind and I'm already like I'm revenge trading at that point. Like that is truly revenge trading um, at its core finest. Is I took a loss. Um, the, the next play I went in heavier than I would usually. It dipped. I bought more instantly um, without any confirmation of a curl, which is what we always talk about on this show. And uh, and and it was tough, you know. Like it, it was just tough because I was all out of whack. I I don't I don't ever usually. Um, let my emotions get to me. And the thing is that it was, it wasn't really like the monetary amount. It wasn't anything like that. It was the frustration of those six or seven in a row. And even at that time, like I knew what I had done wrong. I had revenge traded. I, uh, I, I had revenge traded. I had let my emotions get the best of me. I was tired. So I was already irritable. You know, like I wasn't feeling great. Um, you know, like I should have taken like my heart meds. Like I was just, I was all over the map. And uh, I was all over the place, and and that's what it comes down to is that is that most of the time I'm pretty well center balanced, and uh, and there's a few times a year that that I let things get the best of me, and and with swings especially, you know, like when when swings when I'm in swings and you know something similar happens, uh, I, I trade my plan, it doesn't work, you know, I have. I have tons of hours of DD into this thing. You know, I have tons of man hours. I have a massive position size. So the opportunity cost and, uh, and it ends up going south on me. And, and it's not, it, again, it's not so much the monetary amount. It's the frustration of just like, what the fuck? Like all of that was for nothing. Like, are you kidding me? Like the hours, the opportunity cost. Like I, sometimes I run out of buying power and it's like, Oh my God, like some of the other trades that works that I didn't, that I didn't size enough because I ran out of buying power. Those could have been bigger trades to the, to the green side. So that's really what it comes down to for me at this point is that, um, you know, once or once or twice a year, it it comes down to frustration. And so I'm always working on that aspect of it, but also at the same time, I identify that like it's going to happen. Um, so that's why, you know, I come back 
came back Friday, sized down, had a had a fairly you know a, a good good enough of a green day, uh, not enough to make it all back, but it was still a green week, and uh, and and I move on, and it's one of those like short term memories, like hey. You know what? <laughs> you know, like I, I look at my screens and I say, "Hey, you know, you got the best of me this week." You know, or, I mean, today. You know, this today you got the best of me. Um, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where like uh, the market pushes your buttons, pushes your buttons, pushes your buttons for like six months, and then finally, like you, you let one trade blow it all over and be the one that broke the camel's back, and you end up punching your drywall or something uh, similar to that. You know, it's it's like you know what, you, you got the best of me today. Um, so that's the biggest thing is that is that. But on the flip side, what I what I'm able to do, which is what I wasn't able to do in, I'll say like the beginning of my career, is have that short-term memory loss. Like Thursday could have been one of those days where I let I bring it to the table on Friday and I end up losing more on Friday. And then, you know, I go through the weekend miserable and then I come back Monday and uh in monday i lose more and that's one of those that those would be the times where i would literally cut my account into a third uh it would take three days of hitting my max loss plus some and uh and and you know and it just being stupid like 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 just being stupid like truly sizing heavier uh you know just what we talked about truly sizing heavier taking the loss going into another trade immediately even though it's probably not the best risk reward taking that loss and then going even heavier into the next one, taking that loss, coming back the next day and doing it all over again. Um, so the one thing is that is that when I when I, I do identify inside myself that now I don't do that, which is a blessing because sometimes in a matter of a week, I could I, I truly could give up half of my gains on the on the previous year. So so you know it, it's one of those it, it's one of those, you know, I'm I'm happy that they you know, listeners got to hear it. Um, they got to see it because a lot of times I get the DMs like, Hugh, like, uh, you know, like, like, how do you control your emotions all the time? And the, and the answer is always like, you know, like you don't always get to control your emotions. You know, I, I can sit there and say all the time, control your emotions, control your emotions, control your emotions. But there's always going to be a few that, that get to you. And uh, Thursday while we were recording was my uh, was my one. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. All right. Well, glad you made it over that one. Um, going forward into, you know, the next few weeks, it seems like there's been a lot of people, you know, always preaching, take profits. We're scalping around this position. And there's so many going on that it's like, 
you can learn the personalities of these stocks and there's two like ways kind of like the price action but also like there's also the range of moves like yeah it may do it during the beginning of the day pop and then drop at the end of the day or vice versa or it could just have the same little price range kind of like wishes had recently what do you think of like whenever these like new ipos which seem to be like kind of the new hot theme right now how are how are you trading around them with like to learn their personalities when they're just like coming out yeah so the one thing that i do with a and, and i'll take this as both the ipos and for just swing trades in general um a lot of times if if i'm worried that i'm not going to that like i'm not going to watch it closely enough i'll actually buy a, like a tenth of a starter so like literally the smallest position size but still enough money to where i'm i'm gonna watch it you know if, if you have like a hundred thousand dollar account maybe it's five hundred dollars um you know and that's so that like i can see the price action and uh and i'm seeing the way that it moves like when i'm looking at my p l and i'll see like maybe 10 a.m i'll see that it's red and then uh, 2 p.m i'll see that it's pretty green you know noticeably green and again it's not it's not going to be a big position size but if i go from down five dollars to up twenty dollars you know that's that's interesting to me and that's uh and that's a pattern and so if you continue to see that you know that's that's when you know you just start to ingrain and you just start to watch and you just start to get used to it and you just um and and so just having it on and having a little bit on is uh is the way that you can is the way that you can make the difference in the way that you can watch the stock while also trading the things that you need to trade. Um, because, you know, I'm, I'm not going to watch 15, 20 different stocks um, just because they're interesting to me. But I'll take three or four and uh, and I'll just put a little bit on. And so I'll watch it for a week, maybe two weeks. Um, you know, if it really starts to pique my interest where we're seeing like one green day in a row, two green days in a row, three green days in a row, and now it's like four green days in a row. And I look back and there's kind of a buyer in there. That's that's when I'm going to get interested. But I wouldn't have known that it had green days or I wouldn't be looking unless I had that smaller position size on. So the biggest thing for me is that I just like to put a little bit on. Same thing with swing trades is that, hey, you know, even if I lose 10% of the entire position, um, it doesn't matter. Even if I lose 40%, it doesn't matter. Um, but Again, it's just little things that like that that will lead to peaking my interest. So it's kind of like, hey, this has a good chart, you know, this has a good catalyst. Or as you were saying with the IPOs, is that hey, this just IPO'd, this could be interesting, but I don't know how it trades. I don't know the personality of it. Okay, fine. You know, you don't need to buy a big position. Just you know, maybe five hundred shares, a thousand shares, and uh, and you know, like I said, is that is that it's going to be the little tells that lead to you deciding if you like it or if you should watch it more or if you should just cut it. You know, if it doesn't even move all day and you're watching it for two weeks, fine, cut the pig. But uh, but like I said, is that it's those times where you're like, huh. That's its third day green in a row. That's its fourth day green in the row. And then I check it and there's kind of some unusual volume in there. I'm kind of wondering, okay, what's going on here? Those are the times where you're like, yeah, like this system worked well, you know? And and again, it doesn't have to be a big position, but um, but it's just gonna be like kind of kind of watching it off the corner of the of the screen. Yeah, because I mean a lot of these, you don't even have to really find the catalyst or anything in them. Kind of like how we were just talking about SOPA today. I mean, there are just some of these, and then when they find their sympathies and they're all just sprinting, how how are you gonna exactly catch the newest like IPO that's gonna run as the sympathy to like you see SOPA 
just come out. It's going all day. How do you even find that sympathy for it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I, I always like FinViz for, for my sympathies, um, you know, going back to the industry. And, uh, and the other cool thing is that what you can do is that you can do like, uh, you can actually sort it by IPO date. So it's something like, you know, if you, if you have something in there that is a recent IPO, so let's take uh, like, what was it? Dats and Yala, I think it was. Um, when Dats was running, Yala, Y-A-L-A, was also a recent IPO and it was also inside the same industry. And those are the times where you're like, oh, this is, this is a, this is a pretty, you know, this is the, this is one of those times where you can say, okay, I can have a little bit of conviction with this because they're inside the same, they're inside the same industry and they're recent IPOs. So either theme, if either theme continues to be hot, or let's just say that both themes are hot, then, uh, then it's one of those situations where, you know, you could, Yala could go up like 100, 200%, which I think it did um, over over the course of last month. So it, it, again, it comes down to you know finding edge. So if IPOs are starting to pop and you can find something inside the same industry that's also an IPO, then uh, that gives you great risk to reward. And and again, it's not going to be you know you can't just you know go slapping in there you know 10, 20, 100,000 shares. Uh, you still got to have dats up or whatever you know the the runner is. And uh, and if that one starts to fail, you know you have to cut cut Yala, but. If you get into a situation where uh, where you know it, that's is starting to go parabolic, it, Yala is down at support. Maybe it's red two percent. You know, Dats is up 60 percent. Those are the situations where you can find really good risk to award. Yeah, because I mean, when you finally when they have two kind of, I don't even know how you'd say it two characteristics Criterias. that make them, yeah 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 two little characteristics together that make them run i mean and it's actually kind of crazy you didn't really see one happen today with it but i'm sure like as they start to develop it just seems like today they were just focused on the main one instead of the sympathies yeah yeah no exactly um, no, exactly. So that's the thing is that is that especially inside a market when it's hot and, and there's so many different variables. So I don't want to just I don't want to just say, hey, if it's in, if it's a recent IPO and IPOs are running and it's inside the same industry, you know, it's a no brainer. But, you know, it, it's building that thesis, even even with day trades, it's building that thesis, you know, recent IPOs, same industry. Um, you know, you see that there's a buyer inside the tape. Uh, e- even more so, we're inside a hot market. You know, if this was July, maybe you don't touch it. May- but you know, maybe it's two weeks ago. You know, you you're more interested, and you can take that chance. It's sitting on support. You know, like like you're building the thesis. You know, like it like it's been it's a you know it ran off open. You know, like it's stuff like that where you can build that thesis around it and give yourself edge. So it it doesn't mean that it's always going to run if it's inside the same industry in a recent IPO. But again, it's building that thesis so that you have the maximum amount of edge possible. Hey guys, if you're tired of trimming your stocks too early, well, let me tell you something. Never worry about trimming anything early ever again with Manscaped. Let me tell you about their performance package 4.0. It comes with free boxers, a toiletry bag, and free shipping with a little discount when you use code PGIR. I mean, it comes with the razor you need, the sprays you need. I mean, dude, I I mean, obviously, clearly I can't show you guys what's going on down there. But if I could, man, you guys would be amazed. Wireless charging. It's waterproof. Take it in the shower for all I care. I mean, it's going to get you right. It's got the light. 
man, the lawnmower 4.0 is the best trimmer I have ever used. And and that's not all it comes with. It comes with hella other shit. Like I, the boxers. It, it, and look, I get it. Not all of us are boxer guys. Give it to your girl. She'll like them too. But man, when it comes with the the weed whacker, that shit's for your nose or ears. I mean, you could, God, Manscaped has something for every hole and crevice of your body. So make sure to use code PGIR on manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. That's code PGIR on manscaped.com. Okay, well, one more crazy fucking thing that happened this week is during the weekend, um, Elon Musk, uh, the edgy CEO of Tesla, Decided he would tweet um, about selling 10% of his Tesla shares. This was to do something about the fucking unrealized gain tax. Along with that, um, I mean, this is just a week after him tweeting about using around $4.6 billion to end uh, <laughs> world hunger. Um, and so, you know, he's, he's on some missions right now. Um, and then one more interesting tidbit before I, I let you kind of take over here is his brother, um, the day before the weekend started where he tweeted this, sold a hundred and something million dollars worth of Tesla shares. Uh, I don't know if that's insider information trading or if that was just a lucky coincidence, but the stock is down 10% today. I am just assuming due to the fact that Elon Musk might share an absolute assload of it yeah yeah so so two points is one about the brother it's one of those things where it's like that's interesting um but at the end of the day you know what's wrong with him uh selling shares you know is there anything that that now now listen now, now this is the way that and this is the cool well i don't want to say the cool thing but the interesting thing about securities is that you know did did he sell before and fundamentally knowing uh, that something was going to change at Tesla. Uh, did fu anything fundamentally change, like a recall, stuff like that? No. Uh, is Elon Musk selling 10% of his stake in an interesting catalyst? Yes. So kind of like, where does this fall inside the degree of, uh, of the interesting scale? Uh, pretty damn high. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, know. we've never had a CEO use a Twitter poll to decide where a hundred billion dollars worth of stock goes. Yeah, yeah, and and the other thing that I, that I will say is that is that and and this has absolutely nothing to do with 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 most of this, but I don't feel like Elon is just going to take that. I, I, he he's always as we know he's always fifteen steps ahead. So if this is one of his like stunts. To make a pullback in Tesla, you know what I mean? Like, like it, you know, what, what, like, hey, let me create my own pullback so that you know it then creates support so that I can pack in shorts. You know, it, like everybody who is shorting is like, oh my god, this is the new high of Tesla. Tesla is going back to five hundred. Um, you know, let me short. Let me short. You know, Elon must start selling. Uh, that's going to bring the stock down. Comes down to supply and demand, and then it ends up that like. Tesla ends up uh, announcing something crazy, you know, like that's what we've seen. You know, I, I think it was uh, the, I saw a tweet the other day from like Brian Fadoli or however the hell you say his name. And uh, and it was some along the lines of like since he smoked weed on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, he's up 
Tesla's up 2,200%. Since you said Tesla's overvalued, it's up 1,100%. So is it is this another game of his, you know, where like he, he creates the pullback to then uh, slingshot this bitch to like 2,000? I don't know. But um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's out of the possibilities. And furthermore, based on that, um, Elon, as I just said, is always five, 10 steps ahead of everybody. So if he truly is selling 10% of his stake, one, I don't have an issue with it. He, uh, he took so many risks with Tesla. He took so many big bets against himself. He was already a billionaire and uh, he basically went all in on Tesla. Like he could have seriously been broke. Uh, and and from Tesla, so you know what? I'm fine with it. Get you know, like take some realized gains. I'm totally cool with it. Um, you know, you killed it. You know, you're killing it. You're not selling half of your position. You're selling ten percent. Sure, go ahead, lock some money. And I'll say, I, if I had to make a bet, um, if this wasn't a game and he truly is selling ten percent of his stake, uh, I don't think that we see him with like some fifty billion dollar yacht. Like I, I think that this has this is bigger. I think that he's gonna move this right into SpaceX or some other venture that uh, that is you know absolutely insane. He wanted to fund it himself, and uh, and you know he needed the funding, and because it's gonna be a lot of funding, and uh, so he decided to take it out of his Tesla gains. And I, again, I'm totally fine with that. You know, you took tons of risks with Tesla. You know, you didn't sell this at the first whim. Like Tesla stock was truly like a very small market cap like three, four years ago. And three, four years ago even, people were saying that's overvalued. Was he selling? No. You know, like I'm fine with him selling it when it when they're a trillion dollar company. You know, like you deserve a big man. Um, so, but like I said, is I, part of me that wants to think that this is a game by him and uh, he's doing this to pack in shorts to then announce some big, uh, some big announcement by Tesla and squeeze this thing to like 1700. Uh, we, He's, he's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. Clearly, uh, he knows what he's doing. And clearly, he uh, he's played with, uh, with the market before. And, uh, and I wouldn't be shocked if this was another game by him. Yeah, he's going to take it all out and buy NFTs and Bitcoins with it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's about all we've got for this Wednesday's episode. We hope you have a fantastic green Thursday and Friday. And we will see you Sunday. Pennies Going in Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below-market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.